Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Metro Report. This is episode number three. If you don't know by now, the Metro Report is a show where I'll break down the weekly happenings in the ferocious Metro division. Lots and lots to get to this week, guys. Tons of positive news if you're a Flyers fan, and I imagine most of you are. So let's get to the good stuff. Flyers came into the week in fourth place behind the Caps and Pens and Islanders. They then proceeded to take care of business, uh, beating San Jose at home and then absolutely demolishing the New York Rangers 5 to 2 and 5 to 3. Uh, and the games in my opinion weren't they weren't even as close as the scores would indicate. Uh, now I'm not necessarily going to go into depth game by game, because I would like to get to the entire Metro division tonight. Um, this episode should probably be about between 20 and 30 minutes long, so make it. A, I'm going to make it a quick one. Uh, I'll save most of the uh, you know in-depth game talk for tomorrow night's show on High and Wide with Kyle and Jack, uh, but I do want to touch on the supposed slow starts. I don't know if I'm watching... Uh, a different game or or whatnot than some of these other guys out there. And if you guys are listening, uh, you know, feel free to to let me know what you think. Maybe I, maybe I'm not seeing, you know, or or I'm just flat out wrong. Um, I don't see slow starts the way maybe a lot of people are talking about the Flyers starting slow. Uh, the Sharks game, I mean. So let me let me just say this first, guys. The Flyers are a team where they're gonna wear you down throughout the game. They're, you know, they're not a team that's gonna or or let me put it this way. When you're in the National Hockey League, the best league in the world, and you're going up against another team with, you know, National Hockey League players, you know, it's gonna be pretty tough to come out and stomp on somebody's throat. In the first five ten minutes of a game, most cases the other team's going to match your intensity for the first 10, 15, maybe even twenty minutes, maybe, and it's going to look like the Flyers aren't dominating, and it's because the other team they're out there, they're out there playing, they're trying to do the same thing, they're trying to win, um, you know. So you're not going to see too many third uh, first periods like we saw today against the Rangers, three nothing, like. It just you're not going to see that very often. Maybe you'll see one nothing, two nothing, two one things like that. The Flyers, where they're really going to get you, and we've seen it all year long. They're really going to start taking games over at the end of the first period, beginning of the second, midway through the second, and it's lights out. You know, once the, a lot these teams can't skate with the Flyers. The Flyers can play. We. we they could play a full 60 minutes, whereas teams in the past for the Flyers, they come out, they play the first period, or they'll come out and play the second, get their asses whooped in the first and third. You know, we heard so so often that, you know, we got to come out and play a full 60 minutes. This team does that. This team does that. Just these slow start or, or supposed slow starts in the first period, they're playing against another team that's trying to do the same exact thing to the Flyers. You know, it, it takes them a couple minutes to get going, to figure out what the other team is going to do against them, to, to, to get the lines right and this and that. You know, 
the way this team's been playing, it's really tough for me to to pick apart. You know, suppose it's slow starts. Uh, you know, I think I saw something the other night. Somebody was trying to tell me, um, you know, it was a weird start and that the puck was bouncing around a lot. Okay, the puck was bouncing. How is that a, a weird start or a bad start or you know anything to do with how the team came out to play the game? You know. In 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 games where they came out and beat the Rangers five to two and five to three uh, on you know basically back to back nights, I have I find it really hard to find things to complain about. You know you could you could say that maybe they let up in the third period a little bit. That's fine. They won the game five three. I'm very very happy with this Flyers team. All right, so let's do a quick rundown of the Metro Division standings real quick, guys. So a lot's changed. Lots changed in this past week. We have first place Washington Capitals, 65 games played, uh, 40 wins, 19 losses, six uh, overtime shootout losses. I'm sorry, they have two shootout losses, so four in the overtime. Uh, 86 points, top of the Metro. They won tonight against the Minnesota Wild, plus 27 goal differential. Uh, And next is the Philadelphia Flyers, 65 games played. 38 wins, 20 losses, 7 losses after full-time, 83 points. Next week, uh, the Flyers are on a six-game winning streak, by the way, and they have the best goal differential in the Metro Division, if you can believe that or not, plus 30. Uh, Third place, we have the Pittsburgh Penguins, who have played like complete shit out West. uh, They've lost six straight, 37-21-6 for 80 points. Flyers are three points clear of the Penguins right now. The Penguins do have a game in hand. New York Islanders are fourth with 78 points. They also have a game in hand on the Flyers. Doesn't really matter right now. The Flyers are five points up. Islanders are also losers of three straight. So some teams are sinking a little bit. And in this race, you can't lose two, three, four games in a row because you're going to get passed. And that's what happened to the Islanders. Uh, lucky for them, the Blue Jackets have been kind of playing like shit for the last couple of weeks, two, four, and four in their last 10. They're next on this list. They are 32, 21, and 14. They have played the most games in the division with 67. They are tied with the Islanders for fourth place momentarily with 78 points. They won tonight for the first time in a little bit. They are minus four goal differential. So I think the Blue Jackets could quite possibly finish in seventh place in the Metro. The Carolina Hurricanes have not won since the trade deadline. They are, they've lost three straight. They have played 64 games. They have 75 points. And things are not looking great in Carolina right now. They lost a couple goalies. They didn't, they decided not to go out and get one. And doesn't look too good for them right now. Uh, the New York Rangers are seventh. The Flyers just mopped the floor with them. They are sitting down there with 74 points, 65 games played, and they have now lost two straight. They came into Philly on Friday night on a nine-game road winning streak, and the Flyers stomped on their throats. So good to see the Rangers lose, man. Because you know what? The New York fans are just the worst, in my opinion. Like Even worse than... I don't know, in my opinion, maybe worse than Pittsburgh fans. Pittsburgh fans just, they seem so entitled. There's just something about that. You know, like they just, they're just they just gifted great players. Whereas New York, it's just, they they just suck. And their, their fans just suck. I hate that. 
I hate New York fans. Well, that's that's for another day. The New Jersey Devils round out the Metro Division. Having played 65 games, they have 64 points. Their record is 26, 27, and 12. Minus 39 goal differential. Get this, they're actually 6-2-2 two two in their last 10, which would make them the second hottest team in the Metro at the moment. Uh, I guess they could be tied with the Rangers. The Rangers are 7-3 in their last 10, but... Devils playing some decent hockey lately. They got a new coach up there and uh, Elaine. I don't know how to say his uh, his last name. Uh, I can't even remember it right now. But it's Elaine. Elaine something. It's got those guys playing pretty good. They made some moves and whatnot. So I mean, they're not making a playoffs or anything. But you know, maybe they'll make some. They'll beat some teams. Um, so yeah, that that's uh, kind of the Metro standings right now, guys. Next, I would like to get into some of the Flyers' standout stars for the week. You know. Some of the guys on here, you know, the usual suspects. Some of these guys, we don't really talk about enough. And uh, let's get to them. So some some standout stars here, guys. And obviously the first one on the list that I'm going to get to here is Travis Konechny. He's been on an absolute tear. In the three games this week, Travis Konechny scored two goals and he had four assists. Looking like he's worth every penny of that new contract he signed before the season. Uh, paying huge dividends. Uh, as you know by now, the Flyers' only all-star. Uh, I, I believe he scored today, or was it Sunday? Or, or I'm sorry, Friday? Was it both games? I don't know. Uh, Kevin Hayes, eight goals in the month of, of February, three goals and an assist uh, in, in the last week. Scotty Lawton had four assists this week. He had two goals in the Winnipeg game. Uh, two assists against San Jose, two assists in Friday night's game against the Rangers. Was held scoreless today, but four assists for Scotty Lawton playing on the second line with Kevin Hayes and Jacob Voracek. Jacob Voracek had six assists this weekend alone. Four against the Rangers Friday night, two against the Rangers today. Jake Voracek is on an absolute tear. He's been playing some great hockey since December, maybe you'll say the point totals aren't there, whatnot. He's got 50 assists on the season, 12 goals. I'm sorry, 40 assists on the season and 12 goals for 52 points. He's, Jake's doing what he does. You know, if he pots around uh, 15 to 20 goals this year, solid season, you know, possibly put up 60, 65 points. The thing with Voracek is you're not seeing the same turnovers. He's playing better defensively. He's playing more responsible hockey. And he's not as frustrating to watch. You know, we're seeing some consistent hockey from Voracek. And that's Elaine Vigneault, in my opinion. He's really teaching these guys how to play the right way. They've changed the mentality a lot in that locker room. And it's you're seeing it on the ice. Uh, so a couple names here. I mean, if, if Lawton didn't stand out to you, here's one for you. Nicholas Albe-Kubel. A goal and two assists this week. And I'm pretty sure he had a, the goal he did score was a pretty nice one, if I can remember correctly. He's playing out of his mind. I love this kid. I think he's going to be an integral part of this team for, for hopefully years to come. Uh, he's got a role, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, Nicholas Albe-Kubel. The other guy that I wanted to get to who, you know, we all love, but I feel we don't talk about enough, is Carter Hart. He has two losses, just two losses since the Western Conference uh, since the trip out west, you know, the terrible trip out west. Carter Hart has only lost two times 
Both of those games came to the Lightning. One, I believe, was the home home game, and the other one was the road game. Let me bring that up for you guys really quick here. Um, quarter heart. So, 0.929 save percentage uh, in February. Let me just make sure I have this right for you guys here. Uh, of course, now I can't bring up what I wanted to see. Here we go. Point nine two nine save percentage in February, which is his best for any month this season. The only game where he had a save percentage save percentage under nine two nine was the Tampa Bay game where he gave up four goals. Uh, the road game. Every other game he played in in the month of February, point nine two nine and above. For Carter Hart, he was locked in, and he quietly locked in because nobody really made a big deal about that. Um, if he continues this play throughout the rest of the season and into the playoffs, guys, Flyers can make some noise. They can make some real noise. Uh, if you haven't seen by now, I think it was like MoneyPucks.com or some sites, betting sites or odd sites or whatever. They're starting to pick the Flyers for the Cup. The Flyers are starting to get some respect, guys. It's going to be good things to come. I'm excited. You should you should all be excited, I man. At least enjoy the ride because there's some you know fan police out there telling guys don't get too excited, blah blah blah. Dude, get excited. And if they lose, it's okay to be let down. It's okay to be let down. Get fucking excited. It's time to get excited for the Flyers again. Get excited. Let's enjoy the fucking ride, guys. Uh, I want to start talking about some other teams in the Metro. I want to wrap this show up pretty quick here. So I'm going to move on from the Flyers, and we'll get to uh, the Capitals and Pens. All right, so real quick. So the Flyers' next three games are against the Caps, Canes, and Sabres. Uh, All very winnable games with the toughest one going to be the Capitals. Canes are always a, you know, a tough team, and then the Sabres should be a W. Um, now, the Capitals, I said a little while ago, it looks like they're in trouble. They made some moves. They traded for Brendan Dillon. He's been playing on a top pair with John Carlson. You know, anytime you see a team like the Capitals trade for a defenseman like, like Brendan Dillon and put him directly on the top line, uh, and they did it during a time where they were kind of getting beat up a little bit, to me, that was kind of like, okay, something's up with the Caps. Uh, they went out and traded for Ilya Kovalchuk. I, that move was neither here nor there for me. You know, He's not going to really help that team out in the way that I think they need help. Uh, so having said that, how did the Capitals do throughout the course of last week or this week? Uh, they beat the Winnipeg Jets in a home-and-home. Home. They beat them in the first game in Washington, 4-3 uh, to in a shootout. They went up to Winnipeg and got jacked up in a 3 nothing loss. And they had the Wild tonight in a game where the Wild scored first. The Capitals proceeded to score the next three goals, and they wound up winning by a final score of 4-3. to three. The Capitals are in first place by three points right now, guys, 86 points. They're not going to go down easily, but the Flyers will overtake them. You can take that to the bank. Uh, next three games up for the Capitals are the Flyers, the Rangers, and the Penguins. They could very easily lose all three of those games. Do I think they will? No. I think the game against the Flyers is going to be a tough game. It could go to overtime. The Flyers may gain a point. They may lose a point. 
Uh, I think the Rangers. Sh- I think the Capitals should beat the Rangers. The the Rangers are kind of beat up a little bit here for me, and I'll get to them in a little bit. Um, but the Capitals Penguins is you know always a good game. I think the Caps won the last one. I think they might have the Penguins number this year, so you know they could could be a good week in store for the Capitals. Uh, but the the Penguins Rangers Flyers all all teams looking for points. So tough tough week for the Capitals there. Toughest out of any team in the Metro, I think. Uh, next is the Pittsburgh Penguins. They came into this week having lost three straight by scores of four nothing, five to two, and five to three. They continue their their uh, road trip out west and proceed to lose to the Kings, the Ducks, and the Sharks by scores of two to one, three to two, and five nothing. The Penguins haven't scored more than three goals. In six or seven games here, six games, uh, they're having trouble scoring. And from what I watched, if you get in this team's head the way the Flyers did, uh, you know, back in the I think it was 2012 playoffs and whatnot, they are very easily thrown off their game. And that's what happened against the Ducks. That's what happened against the Sharks. They, this team can be pushed around. They can get off their game very, very easily. Uh, so the Penguins slid down to third place in the Metro this week with 80 points. They're behind the Flyers by three now. They have the Senators, Sabres, and Capitals all coming up. So they should win at least two out of those three games there for the Penguins. So it's going to be imperative for the Flyers to win at least two of their games, I would say, or at least get three points to remain ahead of the, the Penguins. Um it's worth noting the Penguins did lose to the Sabres, uh, I believe, a week and a half, two weeks ago. So who knows? Maybe they slip up again. The Senators are never an easy team to, to play against. So who knows? Uh, I do expect the, the Penguins to, to beat the, Sen- the Senators and Sabres. So we'll see. A tough week in store for the top three teams in the Metro. Hopefully things work out in the Flyers' favor. Let's get to some of these other teams here. All right, so now we have the Islanders and the Jackets, the Blue Jackets. So I'm just going to do a quick rundown of how their weeks went and what they have coming up next week. So the Islanders, currently sitting in fourth place with 78 points, had a rough week. They went 0-1-2. They lost to the New York Rangers 4-3 in overtime in the beginning of the week. They then proceeded to lose to the St. Louis Blues 3-2 in overtime and then get demolished against the Boston Bruins at home 4-0. So they're pretty lucky to remain in fourth place as the jacket, the Blue Jackets stumbled behind them. Uh, their next three games are against the Montreal Canadiens, the Ottawa Senators, and the Carolina Hurricanes. So definitely three winnable games, a big division game at the end of the week uh, with the Carolina Hurricanes who are on a three-game losing streak, as I mentioned earlier in the show. Big week for the Islanders. So there's easily, they could have six points this week or they could have, you know, two points. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, Next up, I have the Columbus Blue Jackets. And the Columbus Blue Jackets are kind of like the Walking Dead. Like, you just, I just enjoy seeing them go to overtime every night and, you know, either sneaking out a point or just getting, just demolished. Like, I can't, I just want this team to, to just die. Like, just die. Uh, I mentioned they have the most games played in the Metro. Uh, that will come up to uh, that will come back to bite them in the ass, as you know they're getting one point here, one point there, kind of thing. Uh, they took the Senators to overtime in the beginning of the week. 
they won four to three in overtime. They then had a home and home with the Minnesota Wild, who they proceeded to lose five four to and then five nothing to. Finished up the week tonight with a five three come from behind win against the Vancouver Canucks. I believe they were losing three to one in the fourth in the third period and then ended up winning five three. So. Still showing some resilience there, goddammit. Just just die, Columbus. Just die. Uh, next three games for the Columbus Blue Jackets. They are doing that whole Western Canadian road trip with the Calgary Flames, Edmonton Oilers, and the Vancouver Canucks. So I fully expect the Columbus Blue Jackets to take a dive this week. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're sitting within, uh, sitting around 7th place by the end of this week. I expect the New York Rangers and the Carolina Hurricanes to each pass them this week and, you know, put a fork in Columbus. They're, they're like I said, they're the walking dead. They're dead, dead men walking, you know. Uh, they're going to sink faster than uh, a rock in the sea. I don't know what the fuck kind of analogy you wanted there, but Columbus Blue Jackets, dead in the water. Good night. Okay, next up we have the Hurricanes and the New York rags the rangers so let's get to the canes the canes had a rough week as a lot of these metro teams had pretty had winless winless weeks the penguins uh the canes islanders all had winless weeks surprisingly uh, enough in the the strong metro division pretty rare so the hurricanes lost four to one to dallas in the beginning of the week they lost three to two to the avalanche and then they lost four to three to the montreal canadians in overtime so they got one point they salvaged the point they're currently at 75 points. Their next three games are against the Flyers on Thursday. So they have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off before they play the Flyers. That could that could come into play. Uh, the Flyers, the Islanders, and the Penguins. Huge, huge week for the Hurricanes if they want to get back in this race. They're three points out of the playoff spot uh, behind the Blue Jackets and the Islanders. Huge week for them. They could easily lose all three of those games. So that... That Flyers game is a big one uh, because they have the three games off. They're going to want to start off right. Big week for the Hurricanes. Can't stress it enough. They could easily lose all three. Uh, the New York Rangers, they they played four games this week along with the Columbus Blue Jackets. The only other team, I believe, to play four. Uh, only other team that matters. We're not even going to talk about the Devils this week. Uh, New York Rangers won 4-3 against overtime. I'm sorry, 4-3 in overtime against the New York Islanders. Beat the Montreal Canadiens 5-2 and proceeded to get their asses whooped against the Philadelphia Flyers, losing 5-2 in Philly and 5-3 in Madison Square Garden. New York Rangers still have 74 points. They're still in a fight for the playoffs. But check out this week's schedule. They have the Blues, the Capitals, and then the Devils all this week. So another tough three-game stretch this week for a Metro team. How do I see the Rangers doing? Man, they took some huge blows this week. So if you listen to the Metro Report, uh, I think episode one, you would have heard me say the Rangers had two big chips, and it would have been interesting to see what they got back for those chips. They proceeded to sign Chris Kreider to a, a solid contract. Good deal for them. Good deal for Kreider. So they didn't necessarily they didn't get anything back. They, they retained his services. That's fine. Unfortunate news for the Rangers, great news for everybody else. Their star goalie, Igor Shosturkin, was in a car accident just, I think it was the same day as the trade deadline, or maybe even the night before, and, you know, kind of handcuffed them a little bit. I thought they were going to end up moving Georgiev or Georgiev, whatever, 
uh, or Lundqvist. They ended up having to keep both. They didn't get anything back for either guy. And shocking, at least to me, they moved the defenseman in Brady Shea to the Carolina Hurricanes for a first-round pick, so solid return. But in essence, what New York ended up doing was subtracting from their roster. They subtracted from the roster in, in trading a defenseman, not receiving any roster players back. And they signed Chris Kreider, who ended up breaking his foot on Friday night off a of Phil Meyer slap shot. Uh, so they took two big hits there. They're missing their star goalie. I don't know. Things are looking a little bit different to me for the Rangers. If, if they can't pull anything out of this week, if they can't pull four points at least out of this week, they're going to be in some big trouble. You know, because it's going to be hard to overcome that Kreider injury. Uh, Shesterkin can't get back quick enough for them. And, yeah, they lost a defenseman like Brady Shea. Not saying, you know, he's top caliber defenseman or whatever, but he's, you know, solid top four NHL defenseman, at least on the Rangers. So some some big losses there. You know, devastating losses to the Flyers over the weekend for New York. Boo-hoo, you know, whatever. And, uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's wrap up with the Devils real quick, I guess. All right, so I'll be real quick on the Devils, guys. I don't even feel like talking about them that much. Um, recorded this show a little bit later than I expected tonight, so I'm a little tired, and I haven't gone into as much depth of, as I would have liked to for you. Uh, so here we go, Devils. Last week's worth of games, four games they played last week. They went 2-0-2. 4-1 win over the Wings, 3-2 overtime loss to the Sharks, 2-1 overtime loss to the Kings, 3-0 win against the Ducks. So they did something that the, the Penguins couldn't do, and they won a game in California. Their next three games this week are against Vegas, St. Louis, and the Rangers. So any Devils fans listening, congratulations, you made it this far. Hope your team loses all three games this week. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's going to do it for this edition, guys, of the Metro Report. Uh, thank you for checking this out. If you like what you hear, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a solid review. Make sure to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen on. Uh, before I sign off here, uh, be on the lookout for a new High and Wide episode. We'll, we'll be recording tomorrow night. Uh, with special guests Jason Martitis and Dan Silver in what should be a pretty exciting episode, guys. I know I'm pretty wired up. I'm pretty stoked to talk some Flyers hockey uh, with those guys. So, yes, thanks again. Uh, and thanks once again for listening. And let's go Flyers, guys. <laughs>